Okay, welcome to a special edition episode, May the 4th Be With You episode, part one of two. Today we are dealing with the light side, and uh, we wanted to get to our emails first. Uh, let's see what we got going on in the inbox. We got an email from Timothy Studer. What do you guys think of the direction Transformers movies are taking? Starting with G1 cartoon to the new styling they explored to now. I'm loving the G1 comeback. And then he pokes at us right here and he says, Not sure if you guys are up to date since you obviously don't know much about DC to Marvel. Just kidding. Just wanted to play with you on that one. See, that's to you. Yeah, that was to me because I was the Shazam and the DC and whatnot. And so I was like, yeah. Because, well, I mean, we were having drinks. I was getting a little out there. You know, I was like, yeah, Yeah. right. For some reason, it just, well, because you know how they changed it to Captain Marvel and all that. And it just kind of. Actually, can you go back to the email? Yeah. Okay, so, no, G1, that's what I grew up watching. Um, Yeah. I, I mean, I. I love that. I mean, especially the Transformers, the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I mean, of course, is that that was their cash cow <clears throat> when um, they put it to theaters and they killed off a bunch of characters. Right. So when they did the next season, they could bring in these new characters, and then of course they brought in uh, Optim- they brought back uh, Optimus Prime back from death. Uh, they had the Quintessons more um, pr- uh, prominent. They're the ones that the created the Transformers. Um, I did like uh, Ward. Uh, was it War for Cybertron? I believe it was on the. It was Netflix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that was a pretty good series. Do you remember the one that they did in the movies where it had um, the guy who played in Silence of the Lambs? Who Anthony Hopkins? Yeah, Anthony Hopkins was in there, and they went to that castle. And they had all that secret shit going on. It was like the it was like the oh what the fuck was it called the rise of the machines or something like that or oh right 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 uh, what was that um uh, was that the last night the what last was, night that's what I was trying to think of that's when they brought in the Dino Boss right yeah and they went they were driving across that bridge they went out into the big yeah. English country or whatever yeah, and, uh, and they, Anthony uh, Hopkins in, uh, I really like that one they brought in a uh, hot rod on that one yeah. And what I wish they would have done is kept Shia LaBeouf and uh, yeah. Megan Fox in all of them. Oh, that was uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I wish they kept Shia LaBeouf and, and Megan Fox in all of them yeah. because that, well, to I me, heard... when you started the movie off, it should have kept it all the same. Well, I heard like she was like a major bitch to... Um, uh, Everybody? Like, yeah. And they're just like, no, nah, fuck you. Um... Now, um, I know that there was... Uh, there, there's going to be something going on with the new one, the Rise of the Beasts. No, that looks really good. I know it does just, look really they good. They just released a new trailer. A Unicron is going to be the big villain. Okay, so I know Ron Perlman is going to do Optimus when he's primal. Yeah, he's Optimus primal. Right now, Peter he, Cullen. He's good. He's, he's back still going to be regular Optimus he's Prime. Back as Optimus Prime. And now yeah. he has done the voice of Optimus Prime in every Transformers since the beginning, um, even in back in the cartoon. Well, I think some of the uh, the newer cartoons, uh, he wasn't part of it. Now, see, that's why nobody watches that shit because he isn't. That's what the only reason why I watch it because of Peter Cullen. I mean, everybody knows. Yeah, that's his voice. voice. He's got the most Optimus iconic Prime. voice yeah. in the history of Transformers. Yeah. Nobody remembers Bumblebee's voice all the time. Or well, fucking Star Scream, or well, see, I remember Bumblebee and um, um, Casey Kasem. 
uh, was the voice of, uh, I think it was Cliff Jumper. Now, I remember Megatron's voice from the cartoon. So if I ever hear that, it just instantly clicks. uh, uh, Peter um, uh, uh, Welker. Um, He did the voice of like Scooby-Doo, Frank Welker. Okay. He did the voice of Scooby-Doo, you know, I think Astro and the Jetson. I mean, he's been doing uh, voiceover work for, you know, 40 plus years, probably even more. What do you think about the direction it's taking, though? Because I, I think they should have kept the actors the same. But, I mean, they did that offshoot of Bumblebee. Right. I never see. I've been wanting to watch that movie. I have not seen it yet. The one where she has that car in the garage and all that. I yeah. thought it was really fucking cool. And, and I love that movie, and but it, was it didn't. Actual, the the Volkswagen, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, because it, it, Bumblebee was always a Volkswagen. Yeah. I I was losing my ever loving mind because I'm a huge Chevy fan. Right. When they did the Camaro and the new one. Right. But did did you notice there was a Volkswagen bug going in, the other way? In, no, it, it was sitting in the park. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So, and when when uh, Bernie Mac was there selling the cars, yeah. yes. And that first day was a show. One of yeah. the first ones I believe he showed him. And it's like, okay, so that was a little nod to the original Bumblebee. Yeah, so when when they did that, I, I, I fuck, just, just talking about the Transformers right now, I want to go back and watch the original movie again. It, oh, it's, yeah. It's something I really, really, really want to fucking do right now. Yeah. It's like yeah. I want to just bail on the podcast and go watch the fucking movie. It's ruining oh, my shit, life. Huh? <laughs> oh, and then, of course, we're getting away. But, yes, to answer your questions, uh, you know, G1 is the classics. Um, some of those other animated ones aren't so good. But the newer I, ones where it's it's very um, Beast Wars was pretty cool, uh, just because it's like CG. And then well, they, a lot I mean, of the ones that don't take any real artistry to draw. These right. new ones where they kid it up, where it's all soft edges and shit. It's yeah. just like, what the fuck are you yeah. doing? But uh, they kind of did that with the. Uh, um, uh, uh, the War for Cybertron, but I mean, it was—I mean, it was for Netflix, so I mean, it was pretty good. I mean, I did enjoy those. I don't—I think I finished it. I can't remember. I know there was supposed to be some more episodes, but I—I um... I, I think they started it off really well. I think they did. In fact, in part one, when they were—I was reading up on it in Hot Rod magazine—that <clears throat> the Pontiac. Uh, what was that, the G6, they took that, that's the body frame, and they had to hand-build that Bumblebee car from scratch mm. based on pictures of the model prototype that was going to come out. Oh, wow. So that car technically didn't even exist when it came out. And when they filmed that scene, they were so fucking careful with that because it was the only one that existed. Right. And then the following year, that later that year, or the following year, the that eventually type. they brought the Camaro back. Mm-hmm. Because it had been gone for like what five six years, right? Something like that. And uh, and now they're talking about. I found online that they're talking about getting rid of the Camaro again. Oh, like wow. really? What the fuck? Oh, you love Camaros. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Ford goes. You know, emo faggot ass fucking hippie tree hugger save the earth electronic on their Mustang, and then Chevy's talking about getting rid of the Camaro. I'm like. What are we doing here? The GTO, they don't make it no more? Whatever. They, oh, that's what it was. It was based off the GTO platform. Mm-hmm. And then they modeled. They had to build all that shit by hand. Yeah. But, um, you know, if, if my go-to is always going to be G1. I mean, that's what I watched as a kid. In fact, um, I bought some of those cartoons on you know, DVD I, at a yard sale. I believe I have a part of season one of the originals. Yeah. Um, but, hey, no, thanks for the email. 
Uh, yeah, love it, man. Appreciate we'll, uh, it. Give you the shout out on air. Yeah, if we get us, Tim Studer. Uh, if you uh, send us another email, and uh, we'll try and get to that to when we're actually doing a real episode. But yeah, we got... we're well, we're working on getting our video set up and doing YouTube and, mm-hmm. and Rumble and all that shit. Um, that way we can do product reviews and show our shiny faces to the world. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, man, appreciate it. Love the email. Oh yeah, thank you. All right, next record-breaking numbers here. Holy we shit. we just hit. We broke three hundred and two today. All-time listeners. We <laughs> just, just broke three hundred. Right. We broke the three hundred. That was one of my secret little goals. I wanted to see if we could break three hundred because uh-huh. the numbers were climbing, but they were climbing slow. And then when I sent you that picture the other night, yeah, it was that two ninety. Yeah, with that. yeah, I was like, well, we're six listeners away from breaking three hundred. And then and today, boom, eight. cracked right through three hundred and two. And then, uh, so episode 10 is climbing, bro. Oh, wow. By the way, this is uh, Thursday, you know, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Um, This is May. This is May. This is the May. (laughs) And uh, so episode 10 has hit 27 downloads. Oh, wow. Faster than most of the episodes we've had. Number three still up at 74. That's climbing. That was a good one. People are still listening to the pilot episode. Why? I don't know, <laughs> but it shows growth. If they're listening to that and they're going to other episodes, their our quality's been getting better and better. You know, I was talking to my and, boys about that the other day. Yeah, uh, he's like, yeah, you know, he put it on. I think just messing around. I was like, yeah, don't play that first episode. You sound like <laughs> shit. Yeah, well, but, I mean, but I mean, you've got a lot better on producing and you know putting in everything the editing. Else. And yeah, and we, I think we've both grown different. You know, not trying to. Uh, uh, you know, not really knowing what to say um, besides last episode. Yeah, well, it's a growing, it's a growing process. But, I mean, it's I a think learning we're curve. Better off, you know, we're um, you know bouncing off each other really right, well, right? A lot better. So we're getting more experience in doing this, and this is you know barely our first season. So hopefully, season two we can do a lot more. Well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do our best. We we've <clears> upgraded <throat> our boom mics. We've upgraded you know headphones setup. Mm-hmm. We're you know, working on progress and whatnot, and you know what? It's a learning curve. There's a lot of a lot of behind the scenes stuff that nobody gets to see. That yeah. we're gonna try and do something with that too. Um, it's not like we're gonna do a Ready Player You Plus streaming edition or nothing like that. Right. Well, maybe ten years down the road or something. Who knows? But um, just want to give a shout out to Brussels, Belgium. Eighteen listeners. We you climbed from you dropped to fifth place. You climbed all the way back up to fourth. Damn, Buffalo twenty now. Yeah, brother. Yeah, and then Ashburn climbed into the let's see three, four, fifth fifth spot. Yeah. Um, oh, we got 81, 81 non locations listed in the states. Let's go through all the locations and see if we got any new countries. Let's see, we got still Belgium climbed. Uh, let's see, let's see, Poland, Rohrklaw, Poland, still got two listeners there. Uh, let's see, France, we still got two listeners there. Uh, Yemen, Sanaa, Yemen, and then where's that? Yeah. Bang Lamong, Thailand, Bang Lamong, and then Sassano Marderno, Italy, and then Torre de Corto Solo. And then one non-location listed in Italy. Uh, still born in Germany. You know. Not too much there. Not too much progress there. But up at the top, man. Brussels, Belgium. You guys are tuning in. <laughs> Shoot us an email. Ready player questions at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, dot com. 
dot com. Fuck that went in there. That should have went to the outtakes yeah, episode. We, we we're gonna do dot uh, com. Dot com. You know dot hey, com. Could be a new uh, thing though. <laughs> yeah, we might have to start doing a once every season. Do a, maybe at the end of season two, do an outtakes episode or something every yeah, season. You know, I like I like that idea. <laughs> and then since we've jumped over and expanded, I signed all the legal bullshit that we had to sign uh-huh. with Pandora and Stitcher and all that stuff. We uh, let's refresh the page here. We've uh, this is just from the first night that it popped up. Um, so let's see if we got let's see eight thumbs up. Four streams and four listeners on Pandora and Stitcher. Well, Stitcher's a different one, but nobody really listens to Stitcher, so I don't think we got any numbers there. Yeah, the stats are dead. I don't even know what the fuck Stitcher is. It's just another uh, streaming podcast thing like a Pandora or a Spotify or whatever. Um, Yeah, shoot us an email. Let us know what what you're listening on on iPhone or Pandora or Spotify or what you're listening to us on. And you're working on uh, trying to get us on uh, iTunes, right? I am trying to work to get us on iTunes because that will open up more doors for more listeners over there. Because if it's native, the, if the podcast is native to the device you listen to, like Android will listen on just about anything. Right. But there's a lot of iPhone users out there that listen on only iPhone and it has an iPod the specialized iTunes, deal. Yeah. The yeah. iTunes deal yeah, will be on I, the iTunes. I, I, I use uh, I have Android, so I mean I, yeah, I'm an I Android listen, guy for life. But I, I listen to Spotify, I listen to Pandora. Yeah, I think of the Android <laughs> as the light side, and yeah. iPhone is the dark side. Yeah, or you could call the Android the dark side because we got cookies. You know, I'm just saying, <laughs> come yeah. to the dark side, yeah. we got cookies. Yeah, but, um, but I mean, a lot of people, you know, are just stuck on uh, I, uh, iPhone. Um, I know my brother, my mom, my sister, they all have iPhones, and they're dead set on iPhones, and uh, I try and use my phone, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. My mom barely knows how to use her phone, and it's like a foreign language to me, I can have no idea. I like my Android, I have a Galaxy, I don't know, like a lower level Galaxy, but you know, it's... It's it's still, it still does better I, than, I you like know... Android. I like yeah, Android. I'm just an Android guy all the way, you know? Yeah. This is the I've way. always been uh, uh, Android, definitely. This is the way. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> um, so, okay. what do you want to jump into on the light side? Okay, you... so this is our uh, special edition uh, May, May the 4th, 4th episode. episode. Um, so, yeah. So, what are your um, first memories of watching Star Wars? My first memories of watching Star Wars was... When I went to, uh, I don't know if it was a comic, I went to, you remember the me and Ed's out there on 10th and was by the Fargo? Rite Aid? Fargo, yeah. Uh, yeah. I went out there for a pizza party opening <clears throat> thing and they had these raffle giveaways deals. Uh, I won a copy of Star Wars um, on VHS. Was it a New Hope? No, it's the one with Darth Vader on the cover. Is that uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back? Yes. Okay. I want a copy of that on VHS. So if that doesn't date us, I don't know what <laughs> does because I still have a VCR in the closet. I still got the copy of Star Wars Summer or I gave it away years ago. I can't remember. Somebody wanted it really bad and I was probably switching to a different media like DVD or whatever. And I don't yeah. think you can find a copy on VHS anymore. I think my mom still has the trilogy on tape. Somewhere, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And it just shows how old we are, and then we have to car- uh, carbonite date us. Well, <laughs> you know how um, 
You know how I went to that art gallery deal? Right. Well, I didn't get you nothing because you didn't have anything Deadpool that was mm-hmm. quality that I wanted to get you that you wanted. Mm-hmm. So since we're on May the 4th and we're doing the good side, I'm going to give you that. Oh, shit. Baby Grogan. Baby Yoda, as everybody mostly knows Grogu. it. Grogu. Grogu. Groga, huh? Groga. Grogan. Whatever. <laughs> I When I'm watching The Mandalorian, I know it. But when I'm not watching The Mandalorian, I fuck it up. Or The Child. The child? the child. Let's see the child. Yeah, that um, is freaking awesome. Now, so, if you guys can't see this, this is uh, hand drawn, huh? No, that uh, one is. So just, that's uh, a printed one of oh, what he print. painted. So okay. he saves the original uh-huh. and he prints these from it. Okay, yeah. So if, since you guys can't see this, this is. Uh, if you follow us on on uh, well, I don't know if we don't have it on Facebook. We're gonna have to start a yeah, Ready Player You Facebook have to page some, and put uh, it on there. Um, so Anthony is, picked one up, uh-huh. and I picked. They said as long as you post it on social media, on the Instagram, they'll give us a couple of those at the door. So Anthony's got that one, and I got that one. Oh, nice! And then I was like, you know what? I don't have no frame. I don't have nowhere to put it. And since we're doing the May the 4th episode and I didn't bring you back nothing from the art show because you had to work that day, yeah. I wanted to give you that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. So this. I'm going to go get Anthony a frame for his, but, you yeah. know, I just, he's been doing so well in school. I went out the other day mm-hmm. after church on Sunday. I went out to Costco and I I picked him up a PS5. He brought his grades up. Oh, wow. I bought him the God of War edition. It came with a blue controller, a white controller, a charging station, and an 828-gig hard drive inside it. It's damn near a terabit hard drive. And um, so he's been, you know, he's been through a lot the last year or two, and Mm -hmm. he he managed to not lose his sanity, bring his grades up, and he's helped me get up. He this kid's a soldier. He gets up at five in the morning, make sure I'm up for work. That way, we can still have a roof over our heads. Mm He's bringing his grades up, excuse me, and and he's dealt with some shit the kids should never deal with. So I was like, you know what? Gave my brother a call, and I was like, hey, I want you to store this at your house for Christmas. He goes, dude, Christmas is a long ways away. He goes, why do you want to store it until Christmas? I said, well, the kid's been doing great, and I want to make it worth his while. And he goes, then reward his his success that he's been doing now. That way he gets a little more inspired. I'm like, you know what? Hmm. That's why I have you in my corner. Cause you <laughs> definitely bring up shit that I probably would have thought of way too late after he stored it at your house. And then, Oh, Hey, guess what? I'm going to do this and then go pick it up again. So right. I surprised him with that. I sat him down and told him all that stuff that how I'm proud of him and that this is worth it. And, and then I had him open the box and he just like was speechless. <laughs> so, yeah. So this picture is, um, Grogu, uh, the child, or most of you call him fucking Baby Yoda, which I'm totally against, but whatever. It's uh, looking sad because his ice cream fell. And, <laughs> and he purple. has a purple ice cream. So what the fuck is... what? what I don't know why purple? it's with purple, dude. Every time something purple pops up in my life, it's a good sign. And what's the funny thing is, is that that was one of uh, Anthony's mom's favorite colors. Oh, like she had her favorite color was red, but purple took over everything lately. I had her purple Honda that I built for her. Uh-huh. She wanted to get purple rims. We all had to wear purple for the funeral as the purple grape gang. So we got mm-hmm. one percenters and hardcore gangsters and bikers mm-hmm. and all all of us purple chucks, purple laces, purple shirts, black Dickies pants, all doing pallbearer stuff in purple. And then her best friend had pins made that say the purple grape gang on it. Mm-hmm. 
Because when she was in junior high or something like that, she had gotten into a fight, and they're like, what, are you a gang member? She goes, yeah, I'm part of the Purple Grape Gang. And they took her seriously, like uh, Ron White saying, uh, they call me Tater Tot. Right. Or, you know, they call me Tater Salad or whatever. Oh, yeah. So they took her seriously, so she was registered as a Purple Grape Gang member. (laughs) I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? She goes... When that happens, I you got to promise me you'll make everybody wear purple. You imagine me going up to one percenter saying, I, "Bro, I need you to wear purple to the funeral." Fucking <laughs> gangsters got to wear purple to the funeral, and everybody did it. Everybody was honored to do it, and it was a good time. See, so every time I see purple lately, mm-hmm. I think she's like telling me, "Hey, you're on the right track. This is a good sign." This you know, is... and purple is my mom's favorite color too. You know what? We should get her on the phone and ask her about what she thinks about the Star everything, Wars deal. Uh, anything purple, that's always... Uh, uh, Text mom. her and see if she's up for it or just call her straight up. I, I mean, I want to make sure she's prepared for... You know, you don't just hop into a taxi and you see gun store, liquor store, gun store, liquor store, and you're like, wait, I wasn't ready for this. Oh. He's just fucking doing it. Let's yeah, just do I'm it. Gonna, Fuck it. Gonna do it so. Wing it. Yeah, let's see if she answers. So. Pretty sure. Oh, wait, it's today, Thursday? She might be at Bible study. Uh, hello? Hello, Mom. Hey, Hey, uh, are you busy? No, why? Uh, we got you live on the air for the podcast. Today is May the 4th. Happy May the 4th, Ma. Oh, hey, that's right. Okay. May so, the 4th be with you. So we're talking about um, the first memories of watching Star Wars. Uh-huh. I mean, I know you're ancient, so you were there when they first came out. Yes, I did. You did it. I went to go see it. So today we're doing the light side episode. Yeah, so today we're doing the light uh, light side. So did you go watch um, A New Hope with that, or was Jerry born when you guys went seeing um, Empire? What year did it come out? Uh, See, I don't know. Um, I think... Uh, New Hope came out in 77? Yeah, I would, I would almost think either 76 or 77. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say 77 that came out. Yeah. So, Jerry was five? Um, probably four or five, yes. Okay, so did you guys take him to go see it or did you and Dad go watch it? Your dad and I went to go see it. Went to go see it in Fresno. Oh, really? Yeah. You guys were living in Salinas at the time? No, no, in Fresno. We were living in up near Sequoia. Ew, that I never knew. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, so talk about your first memories of uh, watching Star Wars. Uh, what, what drove you, I mean, because it was brand new, so, you know, there was not, you know, spoilers and everything like there is now. So what made you want to go see it? Did you want to go see it or did Dad go want to see it? I think it was a combination of the both of us, and what got got my attention was the um, the commercial. You know where there's uh, there's an explosion, and then they say Star Wars. You know, right right through, and then you see the Millennium Falcon or one of the uh, uh, the the ships go through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing uh, those old retro uh, um, trailers. And it didn't show a whole lot. It didn't show, you know, the heroes or the villains. Or I may have shown uh, Mark Hamill or some Carrie Fisher. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I, I don't think it, the <clears throat> sorry, the trailer uh, really showed much. But I knew it was like a big phenomenon uh, from uh, the different documentaries and stuff I've seen uh, about it. And it was like a hit as soon as they hit the theaters. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So, who, who are um, your favorite good guys? Yeah. Well, obviously Mark Hamill. I loved him, and uh, Carrie Fisher, the the the, the Princess she was Leia. A tough, yeah, Princess Leia. Yeah, and then of course Han Solo. Yeah, the late great Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I remember. At, I remember watching Star Wars as a kid, but then I I remember her more from uh, the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Mm. Well, she became General Leia towards yeah. the end of the of the the newer movies. Yeah. The yeah. the the I don't know what kind of trilogy you want to call the new ones. I don't know what to. I just when Disney took over, I the guess Di- the Disney trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Disney trilogy. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, I wonder those, if they classify it like that. Those uh, I don't. I mean, I like the Force Awakens. It was like a lot of that was good. I did nostalgia. like the newer ones. the The second episode is forgettable because mm. uh, Ryan Johnson uh, uh, directed it, and it had nothing to do with the la- uh, the episode before that. Where it did, was kind of just thrown in there. So, Ma, where does uh, where does Yoda rank on there? Is he the tippy top best good guy for you, or? Chewbacca, I mean... Oh, well, you know what? Chewbacca was was interesting because nothing like that had ever been in any kind of movies, you know, that I had ever seen. So he was more of a, uh, if I see a curiosity. Mm. Because, remember, this is, you're talking 76, 77, right? And so, um, like I said, Jerry's four, maybe five years old. So we're leaving him with your grandpa, uh, Matthew, with Grandpa Tony. Uh-huh. And your dad and I drove down to Fresno couldn't tell you which theater but we went to fresno and we saw it and it was i mean it was um i, I think if i remember correctly we were like toward the front of the front to the closest to the screen we'll say it, it, was, it was jam-packed yeah it was full <laughs> so what was uh, your first thoughts after you guys walked out of the theater it was ex- it was awesome it was exciting a lot of action you could tell the good guys from the bad guys yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and the, the good guys, for the most part, you know, at least for the first episode, for the New Hope, it was like, it was awesome. It was, there's a lot of cheering. There was a lot of, you know, uh, can you imagine the first time never seen that, like the laser fight, you know, the, uh, uh, the, the lightsaber, yeah, between yeah. Obi-Wan and uh, Vader. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, there was a lot of action. There was a lot of, you were not bored. I seen the movie, and it was a lot of excitement. Edge yeah, of your seat. Was... Yeah, and um, then in, I believe it was, what, 79? Um, Empire came out. Mm-hmm. And you guys took Jerry to go see that, right? I think so, yeah. Because I remember him saying that. Now, what, how do you feel about, uh, okay, so you know, this movie's like, what 40 years old so if you haven't seen it by now tough shit it's spoilers um so um so how did you feel about uh, the first time you saw the return uh, um uh, the empire strikes empire back. strikes back yeah sorry <laughs> yeah, no, you know what it was it was uh, to me because i was i already knew kind of had an idea who the good guys and the bad guys were and uh, the way it ended is like one could almost you know could almost cry because you see Princess Leia seeing uh, Han Solo get thrown into the uh, carbonite. The, yeah, the carbonite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's holding on to Chewbacca. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's like what? They can't end the movie like that, you know. So we had, of course, we had to wait a few years for the 
Return of the Jedi, but yeah, which has uh, always been my favorite. There's nothing like a a, a cliffhanger to leave you wanting yeah. more. Yeah, exactly. and that, that's what they do. That's how they draw you in. They keep it juicy for you, you know. Yeah, but no, just think about this. What if he never made any more Star Wars after that? Did, yeah, well, I mean, did you know yeah. that he had to take a loan out? To produce that movie himself because nobody would touch the movie. And now mm-hmm. it's one of the most iconic things in yep. history. And he made some billion dollars for selling it to Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wanted to touch the movie. Nobody, No movie studio would touch the script. And he had to take mm-hmm. a loan out for like $5,000, which at the time was, you know, like 100000 today. Yeah. A million dollars yeah. today or whatever. Yeah. So do you know what the original name of A New Hope was supposed to be? No. It was supposed to, originally it was supposed to be uh, Blue Harvest. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. That's a horrible name. Well, that's why Family Guy used that when they did their uh, uh, Star Wars uh, spoof. Yeah, in fact, today there is not one show, not one cartoon, not one pop culture icon that hasn't had some kind of Star Wars reference yep. in it. Yep, It is tut- It is literally changed the world or cinema. Mm-hmm. As you would see, I remember uh, Tiny Toons. They've even did a spoof of Star Wars. There's always something. There's always you know when somebody yep. tries to use the Force and Mall Rats or whatever. Yep. But yeah, we wanted to call you, get you on the air. Uh, this is a surprise. We were supposed to do a season finale in episode ten. Yeah. We're doing a surprise double episode. Today's you know May the Fourth be with you. Tomorrow we're gonna do a Revenge of the Fifth, and have a Dark Side episode tomorrow. So we may call you tomorrow. Uh-huh. To get your opinions on the dark side. Yeah. Okay. That's so. Great. Yeah. It was. It was. Uh, yeah. I, you know. I do have to tell you though. There's. I met a young man probably in his twenties. Um. He has never been seen any Star Wars movie. And I said, "What? Where have you been?" He goes, "Nah, it's never been in my, in my thing." Oh, you know what? We got to get you. Uh, I can't remember the word I used, but we got to get you into the Star oh, Wars. Oh, I remember you told me. Uh, you told me about him. I would have told him we got to remedy that because <laughs> obviously that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I'm. Um, I'm getting. I there's a. I go into physical therapy for, for my back, and uh, just about everybody talks uh, Mandalorian or Star Wars or <laughs> something. You know, I mean, just about all the guys and there's a few of the gals. And but they never did their history. Yeah, and I give them a conversation, and they'll talk to me about Star Wars. I go, oh, yeah, this one and this one. And and, uh, and I tell them about it. And I go, hey, um, it's a young, young, oh, his name is Young Man. And he goes, hey, you know, do, do you watch Star Wars? They go, I've never seen any of them. I go, what? You know what I mean? So um, <laughs> he's a young one. You know what I mean? It's like, really? I mean, Star Wars is all over the place, but. Um, Your power is a weak old man. man. Well, Matthew, you know that. I, I've got. I got Baby Yoda all over the place, you know, pretty much, you know. So why, why, why do you call him Baby Yoda? That's not because he looks like Yoda's baby. When you first saw him on the Mandalorian, the you thought he was the baby that Yoda. Doesn't mean he's Yoda. You know? I know, but that was before they told us what his name was. Oh, yeah, that's true. Call him the trial. That's true. On season one of Mandalorian, you didn't know he, what his name was. Well, that's what everybody was thinking is like a, a young Yoda or his kid or something. <laughs> yeah, excuse yeah. me. But, but for half, I know, yeah. Half of uh, half of the season, it was known as the child. Yeah. Don't know the power. But, but anyway, so uh, but no, Star Wars has been basically my adult life. I've, you know, I've Star Wars has been in my life for you know. Yeah, and then we way, shape, or form. And then me and you, Athena, we've gone to see some of the movies. Um, yes. Well, I I didn't get to go see. Uh, um, 
Well, we did go see the first two prequel series, didn't we? Um, yeah. Phantom Menace and uh, Attack of the Clones. Yes. And I was uh, away when um, um, was the Revenge of the Sith uh, came out, so I didn't I didn't get to go see that. But you uh, think you? And oh damn it! <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, honestly, I know. I think, I think you guys took Frankie, but because I was gone. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, for me, um, it was a. I don't remember. Return of the Jedi has always been my favorite. I always had a thing for the Ewoks. Yes, you did. And I remember I had um, that uh, um, that stuffed uh, wicket. Yes, you did. Yeah, well, along with my Care Bears. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. I find your lack child. of faith disturbing. <laughs> the middle child, yes, I know. Ma, Anthony's laughing, or Matt's laughing right now because I'm playing sound bites of Star Wars in between. You can't hear it, but he can hear it in the headphones, so <laughs> every time no, he right. says something or you say something that goes along with it, I'm throwing in a sound bite. Are you? Yeah. yeah. Cool. No, but Star Wars is, is great, like I said, it's been in my life, most of my adult life, and there's just... Uh, I wasn't too crazy, but I have to say the the uh, the third prequel. What was that one? The new um, ones. Was it a Force yeah, Awakens? Yeah. What? No. No. The uh, the one where where Anakin is is. Uh, oh. Switching over and he kills all the younglings. Oh you know, yeah, that was, that, that was like, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I only watched that one once. I could only handle watching it once because it was just. Oh, like, Oh, but that's what? a that's part of his uh, character arc. I mean, he 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 was part yeah. of the light side. He was one of the best Jedi's out there. Most powerful, but then, um, you know, his love and, you know, uh, his revenge for his mom dying by uh, the Tusken Raiders. That's right. Uh, that was his turning point, and then um, that was, yeah. But it was, that turned him into Vader, but then, of course, you know, he turned back to the light side after, um, you yeah. know, so many years and stuff. Yeah, Luke, Luke was able to... Uh... To save him, in essence, because he he still had faith in his father. Yeah, and even um, uh, um, Padme had said it um, in that episode. Uh, you know, she told uh, Obi Wan, you know, there's still good in him. She must be impressive. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. More but... sound bites, I gather, huh? Because you're laughing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But no, I just uh, wanted to get you on and uh, get your thoughts on uh, Star Wars, and uh, you know, thanks to you, I'm I'm diehard Star Wars. I mean, I haven't watched all the series, all the cartoons. Uh, I do enjoy watching uh, the Bad Batch. Um, and, uh, yeah, I want to finish watching that as well. That's yeah, and I guess uh, they just released a new season, I believe. Oh, did they? Oh, cool. Yeah, so there's I another. Well, thanks to you, and now I'm watching Bad Batch because. I'd never seen it before. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes place right after um, uh, Order 66 when all the Jedi were killed. What? The episode with the Rancor. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you see uh, the Gamorrean guards and um, Jabba's right-hand man. And then you're like, wait a second, so is that the Rancor that ended up getting killed by Luke? And I'm like, yeah. But that was the baby Rancor that Luke yeah. ends up killing in uh, Revenge of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And so that, they do make a lot of uh, references to um, the later episodes. Kind yes, of, kinds yeah. of all t- uh, ties in. Yes. Because I did remember today was um, May the Fourth Day with you. I've got my my T-shirt that says "Pretty Fly for a Jedi," <laughs> and, and I've got my um, Grogu sweatshirt on. So I didn't I didn't forget. Yeah, no, I'm actually uh, I'm wearing my Mandalorian uh, sweater you got me for Christmas. Are you? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but all right, mom. Um, we're gonna let you go. Um, we're gonna finish <laughs> with the the recording, but we just we wanted to get your input on Star Wars and uh, well, what, what are your thoughts. Nice. And most, most impressive. May uh, give you a call tomorrow, and we can talk about uh, the dark side. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Love you, Ma. Right. I love you guys. Okay. Oh. Have fun. All right. All right. You, Ma. Laters. Okay. Bye. Take care. Yeah. Good Niners. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> she had to get you that said one in there. About Niners. She okay. had to get that in there. No, she didn't. Yeah. That's all right. What? How did you feel about when you found out that um, Princess Leia, who her brother was, and then she's on the cover holding his leg? What? You remember when on the cover she's like caressing his leg all sexy like? Oh, on on the uh, on the New Hope. Yeah, <clears throat> when I heard about that, that that Lucas knew that when he wrote the script that he was going to make them brother and sister. Okay, see now there's some the different what sides. What are you doing, step bro? <laughs> there's some different sides on that one because um, have you seen the movie uh, uh, Fanboys? I can't remember. I don't think I have. So it's these four friends, uh, huge n- uh, nerds. It's a Jay, uh, 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 what's it, Jay Bruchel. Um He was in um, Tropic Thunder as a skinny dude. Mm. Um, then uh, I forgot who else was in it, but the, this is supposed to be in 1999, and they want to jump into uh, they want to break into uh, Lucas uh, Ranch and watch uh, Star Wars Episode 1 Phantom Menace (laughs) okay and uh, uh, (laughs) so they're they're arguing that Luke or Leia has some uh, Luke has something for Leia she kissed him on the lips in uh, Return of the, uh, uh, the Empire Strikes Back Hmm. And then, but in A New Hope, she also kissed him on the cheek when they're flying, uh, 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 when he threw his grappling hook and they uh, flew over uh, that big old chasm and stuff. Hmm. So now, did they really have something or could you, would you, couldn't you tell? I mean, if you have the force, I mean, somehow you would know that you're brother and sister. <laughs> See the dark side. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I think that's what his point is. Going for the dark side there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do the Yoda one right now. <laughs> I'm mean, like, yes, the ears are for resting your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Bend over, let me see your dark side. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be more of the brown side. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long that one was. <laughs> Do you know who the most vulgar character in Star Wars is? 
R two D two. Yeah, because everything yeah. he says is bleep. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking swear monster. Yeah, yeah, that was a trip. <laughs> okay. Oh man! So now, what was your earliest memory? Your favorite? Well, okay. On the good side, what was your favorite character? You see, I don't know. I always liked the Ewoks. Hmm. I was a huge fan of the Ewoks. I mean, I mean, as a kid watching those movies. I mean, I grew up watching them, and, I mean, it was cool. It was, you know, like, I was actually to wa- able to watch them on tape before they did all the extra CG bullshit. Uh, the special editions, I mean, they were cool that, you know, you get to see more of the Wampa. Um, you know, it's like different scenes, you know, more yeah. a CG. But I remember being able to actually watch them, uh, you know, you see the Wampa once. You, I mean, you, and you see... Uh, you know, Luke cut his arm off uh, on uh, Empire Strikes Back. And then you just see the arm, and then he's escaping the cave. Hmm. Then in special editions, you see him writhing in pain uh, with no arm. Hmm. So, but did you know, in every Star Wars, there's a limb that gets cut off? I did not realize that. Yeah. So, uh, Phantom Menace, uh, Darth Maul gets uh, cut in half. That's true. So, well, that's more than a limb. That's like a, a whole fucking something thorax that, and okay, shit. Some, you know? some, something gets cut off. <laughs> yeah, something gets... Well, okay. I hope it's so, not something, something, but... So, Attack of the Clones, uh, Anakin's hand gets cut off by uh, Dooku. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Revenge of the Sith... He cuts off. Anakin cuts uh, uh, Dooku's head off. Hmm. And plus, he gets uh, dismembered by Obi Wan. Hmm. Um, A New Hope. Um, the uh, 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 Panda Baba in uh, the Cantina gets his arm cut off. Hmm. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Luke gets his hand cut off. Hmm. Uh, Return of the Jedi. He cuts uh, Darth Vader's hand off. Okay. So now the last three. So then, so then Anakin gets his hand cut off as a kid multiple times, and then Darth, as he grows up, he he must have been like, "Damn it, not again!" Well, it's his uh, robot. It was his robotic hand that gets cut. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, and then the last Warning. three. Um, it would seem this not... specimen requires social ray education. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Uh, the, now the last three um, that were very foggy because I'm not a huge fan of them. I mean, they were okay. Um, I do know that they're bringing, uh, they're making another Star Wars movie with the Ray character, like 15 years uh, in the future from uh, the last, uh, uh, the last Jedi. Really. Yeah, so and those three, I'm pretty sure somebody lost a limb or something, but I'm not 100%, but I know those six episodes, somebody lost a limb. And I have no idea how the hell I know that much. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just something you picked up along the way. and Yeah. But, but... Um, but definitely, uh, you know, back to uh, the Ewoks, I mean, it was, I don't know, they're like fuzzy creatures that, you know, they were, you know, they, they weren't used to war or anything. They were, you know, peaceful. They had, they knew how to hunt. They could, you know, hunt for the food. 
and all that. And then as far as a battle, and they bring this shit to their front door, you know, mm-hmm. they, and they have to, you know, be able to um, defend themselves. And there's a sad when the explosion goes, and you see one of the Ewoks dead, and you see his buddy there kind of, like, shake him, and you just hear him, aww, and he kind of, like, you know, covers his body as, you know. It makes it kind of sad for the yeah. little guys. But then, you know, they're badasses <laughs> when it comes to uh, the Ewoks movies. Yeah. And the Ewoks Adventures, uh, Caravan of Courage. Uh, they have the Gorax, the giant creature that kidnapped the kids. Uh, what? <laughs> the kids' uh, mom and dad. And so they had to go on this uh, no adventure to, to go save them. And I remember in the cave when I was a kid, I was watching the shit like seven years old. Uh, there's these like giant spiders that scared the shit out of me. I, I hate spiders. To this day, if you have a spider near me, I'm fucking screaming i'm running out the goddamn room <laughs> <laughs> fucking puss fuck you He's <laughs> screaming. But, but then your uh, power's a weak old man <laughs> <laughs> but then um um there was a um a battle for andor um you know the um the ewoks uh, they fight back and there's like a big old battle uh, uh wilford brimley uh, the diabetes guy, he's in, he's in the movie. <laughs> See, everybody knows him from those commercials. <laughs> and, uh, you know, plus it deals with the, the little girl from the previous movie. But the Ewoks, too, they're still, uh, you know, fighting. They're in, like, this abandoned uh, spaceship. And they're there sitting in, like, the gun chair just blowing shit up. they like, killing all these uh, marauders. You see, those movies are, like, my favorites as a kid. I mean, if you can ask me what my favorite Star Wars all time, I'm definitely going to say every time, Return of the Jedi. You know, I wasn't the biggest fan of Star Wars for the longest time. It's been growing on me a lot lately. I do like the fact that there's been holidays recognized, like we're doing today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And when me and Anthony and his mom were walking through the mall one day and and he was like, oh, I like Star Wars. Dad is like, you don't know shit about Star Wars. Don't worry about that. And he goes, no, huh? I do too. I like him. I like Yoda, and I like this, and I like that. And I'm like, yeah, well, but you won't sit still during the movie. Uh-huh, I will too. So we were walking by, and, the, and you know, the 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 first one that Disney had made to, to take over. Yeah, the, um, that was uh, uh, The Force Awakens. <laughs> right. So we were walking by that, and he goes, Dad, it's playing, it's playing. And I was like... You won't sit still for it. And he's like, uh-huh. I was like, fine. Right there on the spot. I was like, we're buying tickets right now for the next showing. We'll go in there. And what was that, two and a half hours long? Yeah, almost three hours. Almost yeah. three hours long? Mm-hmm. This kid didn't take his eyes off the screen, didn't ask to go pee, didn't fucking twitch. And as soon as the credits rolled and everything was done and the lights turned on, you know, get the fuck out lights? Uh-huh. His mom turned to me and she goes, oh, you fucked up. I said, damn it, don't I know it. <laughs> See, and, no. and from then on, he's been a Star Wars fan I mean, major, big time. We go see every movie. And in fact, um, let me grab it real quick. Uh, one of the movies came out on his birthday. Really? So, um, speaking of um, uh, Force Awakens, uh, you, you get that iconic scene and, you know, crack kills. Um <laughs> uh, 
you know the they're they're uh, trying to get away from the empire or something, and they're looking for a ship and like oh let's take the junkard, and then you look and you, know, you see uh, the Millennium Falcon, and it's like okay so sooner or later first time I was watching I was like all right what's gonna happen, and then they get boarded uh, by Han Solo and Chewie, and. Uh, and you know uh, Han Solo just looks around and he's all, "Yeah, we're home." Yeah, the Millennium Falcon's probably got to be my most favorite spaceship on there because they brought it back in, um, um, oh my God, The Force Awakens. Yeah, and I liked BB-8. Yeah, and then when he's just a knockoff R two, I still for, like for, him. He's for, really cool. For a new generation. Yeah, I like him, but when the Last Jedi came out. He's born on December 15th. No. It came out. It released in theaters on that day. And when I bought tickets, they said when I bought the tickets, if I wanted to pay an extra couple bucks to get a deal. And I said, hell yeah. So I signed up for it to get one to put in a frame. They accidentally sent me two of them. Oh. So one's up in his room, and this one's going to get thrown in a frame. And then that way I can put it up in the house somewhere, the game room, whatever. Mm -hmm. Because when has the movie ever came out on his birthday? Right. And so it happened to fall in on that calendar date. Because, like, say today, May the 4th, mm. is on a Thursday, like today. Right. Next year, it'll be on a Friday. Yep. And then, you know, Revenge of the Fifth will be on a Saturday. So I had to save this, and I'm going to end up putting it in a frame. Yeah. And it's got, it's got all the characters on there. Yep. It's got Ray. It's got General Leia in her last Star Wars movie. Yeah, you know well, she had uh, uh, passed away already when uh, they did the movie. So her daughter um, actually was a stand-in uh, for her. Right, and then because she had passed away, they had done a lot of um, unused clips where she's hugging Ray, yeah, and she's crying and stuff like that, and congratulating her. They, yeah. they it was an out uh, piece that got left out from the one, the movie previous that right. they used. It was an outtake. Yeah, see this. This, I mean, I appreciate this picture, but I want to get a frame, and I think I'm probably give it to my mom. That's for, a good idea because she is for, a huge fan for her birthday. See, now that's what I was gonna do, but I'm gonna give it to you, so I want you to do what you want, and that's so an I, even better I, idea. I'll probably give it to my mom. For yeah, her birthday. That's that's sweet. Oh, and then Mother's Day is right here, so you could do it for Mother's Day too, yeah, and then I just you know frame. Sooner or later. Yeah, just go over to Walmart, get a frame, or go to Michael's if you're going to get, you know, something. Yeah. In fact, today, uh, for May the 4th, We the People Holsters has a, you know, a whole Star Wars theme sale going on right now. Mm -hmm. You go to wethepeopleholsters.com, they got t-shirts, and you can get, you know, inside waistband holsters with Star Wars shit on it. You can do all kinds of shit there. <laughs> they got a ton, it's a huge sale going on right now just for the holiday. Mm -hmm. So, actually, I want you to hold on to this for me. Yeah, I'll stick it back up there because yeah. that, that, that gets absolutely no traffic, so it's no danger of getting yeah. dinged or cornered or so, whatever. So, yeah, I can put it back up right now. Back to you. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, even if, if you find a frame, you know, and pick one up for me, I'll get, you know, get your back on it. Or well, I'll send you, I'll get a tape measure and I'll send you pictures of the measurements or whatever. <clears throat> or you can just take it with you. I can put it inside this and take that picture out and set it up there. And you can take it with you and find a frame as soon as you take off. Uh, you know what? I, you'd probably... That way, you, when you bring it into the store with you, you can size it to the frame because there's no borders on that. You don't have yeah. to worry about the edges. So you can, like, find something that gets it exact. Yeah, I know. I'll probably leave it with you for now. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. 
Because I got so much shit in my room right Next now. weekend's Mother's Day, so. Oh, crap. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, I believe it's next weekend. Um, yeah, no shit, that's right. Next uh, the, Sunday. The 10th? The 15th. 15th. The fuck is Tomorrow's the 5th. Um, yeah. 10, 12. Saturday the 6th, which, by the way, it should be Revenge of the 6th. Oh, I, that's what we were arguing about last yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. It should be that, but it's not. You know, maybe there can be, maybe we can make it a triple. Yeah. So, <laughs> are you seeing the, the Family Guy uh, Star Wars episodes? No, I haven't. I, you... I absolutely can't stand the Family Guy. No? I hate that show. <laughs> It, it's it's starting to try and grow on me, but the fact that they ripped off a lot of shit from The Simpsons really pissed me off. Oh, yeah. Well, everybody tries to rip shit off from The Simpsons. I just didn't like that Quagmire's always trying to diddle a kid like he's some kind of chomo. That really fucking bothered me. He's always like, hey, Meg, you 18 yet? Oh, nope. yeah. All right, giggity, giggity. <laughs> and I'm like, you homo yeah. peach your ass, you cartoon fuck, you know? Yeah, so... <laughs> so everybody knows the iconic line in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, when, uh, uh, right before Han Solo goes into Carbonite, and, uh, Leia's like, you know, kissing her, she's like, I love you, and he says, I know. So on Family Guy's episode, it's, uh, uh, Lois telling that to Peter, she's like, oh, I love you, and he looks at her and he says, fuck off. <laughs> and then, and then oh, damn into, it! <laughs> he goes into the Carbonite, <laughs> and when they pull him out, he's there fucking, uh, mooning. <laughs> showing off his ass in carbonite <laughs> and then of course you know, the giant chicken uh, is uh, Boba Fett and Stewie's uh, Darth Vader <laughs> Stewie has Darth Vader That's, Stewie yeah. is my favorite character Stewie and the dog oh, Brian Brian yeah, oh, yeah they're well, my favorite characters oh, he was uh, Chewbacca that's well. He's already furry, so you yeah. might as well, you know. Then, uh, then he had Quagmire as uh, C three PO, and then uh, Cleveland as R two D two. Then, of course, they made so many uh, different uh, appearances from like other shows, like Roger from uh, American Dad. He was in the Cantina. That's what bothered me about American Dad is it's such a shitty spinoff show, and mm-hmm. that alien was a snobby fuck and. And then in Family Guy, he was paralyzed in the wheelchair. Totally the same fucking dude. Mm-hmm. And then in American Dad, he's all of a sudden walking again and shit. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, the, the cantina scene, they had a, a coach. Uh, uh, what was it? Kirsch McGurk, I believe, from uh, Home Movies. Home Movies, Home Movies. Yeah, that was on uh, Adult Swim. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, it was the same, uh, uh, same guy that created... Um, uh, uh, middle Ocalypse. Hmm. But I mean, if, you, if it's a Star Wars shit, so I mean, just suck it up for you know thirty, forty-five minutes and watch the Star Wars. Uh, I guess, I guess, as long as they did did it right, you know. Now, now that I'm watching Star Wars movies, I, I think they got more production value when they when disney bought them out i hate to say it but they kind of made it better at the same time they kind of ruined some things yeah yeah definitely because i mean uh they still i believe they still use uh george lucas as a consultant mm-hmm. um oh speaking of george lucas so um you know him and steven spielberg are really good friends yeah yeah that's been documented for a while now yeah, yeah so uh and they did uh the phantom menace in the senate hearing 
when they're showing all the different creatures, you see the same race of E.T. in that scene. little Easter egg in there, huh? And in, um, I believe it was Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. uh, on a pillar in hieroglyphs that you see behind uh, Indiana Jones, you see a little uh, hieroglyph of uh, C-3PO and R2-D2. Really? Yeah. So they both kind of throw little Easter eggs at each other uh, in their movies. I mean, they're good friends, so no one's going to take it, you know, uh, offensively or anything. So yesterday I had to go do a side job up in Fresno, and uh, I had some time before the side job started. <clears throat> so I stopped off at this place called Legends, Heroes, and Comics and Games. Mm-hmm. And I stopped in there and I was like, hey, do you guys have any... Um, you know, in 64 games, Nintendo 64 cartridges. He goes, no, we can't keep this in stock. They sell it pretty fast. But there's a place back on Shaw Moreau called Alex Video Games. Mm-hmm. And then there's another place called Blue Shell. I haven't made it to Blue Shell yet. Apparently, they're doing well enough to open a second store. But this place, Alex Video Games, is on Shaw and Moreau in Fresno, just next to the 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. And this dude has wall-to-wall video games, Iron Man helmets. He's got tons of... Star Wars shit, but before I left that Legends, Heroes, and Comics, they have a dual-purpose lightsaber there. It's got the light side and the dark side in it, so it's got red and purple in it, which is part of a different series. But it was it was like 200 and something dollars, and they only release it on certain times of the year, mm-hmm. and every time they release one, it's a whole different one. So it's like $208 for this lightsaber, and it's epically badass so the purple would be mace windu i believe so samuel jackson yeah so it does both the light side and the dark side on there and i wanted it so fucking bad because i wanted to do something for anthony's christmas present so i think you know i just i end up getting my paycheck early well the stub Mm -hmm. i can view the stub before it gets deposited tomorrow right and they gave me a raise i just did a performance review so they gave me a raise so i'm thinking next week if it's still there i'm gonna go pick that up for his christmas present that'd be cool and, you know, speaking of uh, Star Wars, um, I, I just thought about it. So, last week, uh, you know, I was supposed to go on a date uh, with a girl I'm starting talking to. Yeah. How'd and, that go? Well, she wasn't able to get a, a sitter for a kid. Right. So, she was like, oh, um, how would you like, how would you feel about coming over for dinner? What? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, she... Made it like a big old chicken and uh, like rice and um, kind of like a goulash type thing. Uh-huh. Um, really good. She's a really good cook. This is the and way. I, and while we're hanging out, uh, her daughter is like, she loves Star Wars. Well, did you, did, after the kids passed out, you went to the room and did you say, I am the father. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to do that to you. <laughs> so anyways, her kid's into Star Wars. Yeah, and uh, she said that she'd watched the movie so many times, So, but the end of watching uh, Attack of the Clones. Okay. And that one, I was like, you know, I was telling, like, I knew, like, trivia about, you know, all the different scenes, and, like, I mean, that, that one I, I really enjoyed. Well, if there's anybody to talk to about it, it's you. Yeah, because just, you know, this uh, the beginning of... Technically, it's the beginning of the Empire. Because, you know, mm. that's when you get all the stormtroopers and everything. 
So the resistance and stuff didn't come until you know the that that was a later later no yeah. it was so the, the rebellion yeah was first then it was uh, the resistance that was an offshoot of the rebellion and then um, you know with the doing with uh, the Mandalorian and uh, the Ahsoka series um, they're gonna bring in a, a Grand Am- Grand Admiral Thrawn okay so he was a big character in uh, the books. Uh, so he's never been, he's been in, um, I think Rebels, uh, the animated series, mm-hmm. but he's never been in live action and he's actually going to be in, uh, the Ahsoka series mm. and Mandalorian that he did get mentioned, uh, by him and stuff. They did mention him, but they never showed him. Mm. And he was just trying to, um, uh, uh bring back the Empire hmm. because what Mandalorian takes place about. I think it's what five between five and ten years after Return of the Jedi. So Luke is uh, trying to build his uh, his academy, the one that ended up getting burned down in uh, uh, by his uh, nephew mm-hmm. by uh, Kylo Ren. Okay, so this is like the beginning of that, and Grogu was uh, technically his first student, or mm. try almost his first student. And it's, but that's where the, kind of the, the series is. And then, you know, once you get into uh, Force Awakens, that's like wait, 18 years, 15 years, something like that, after Return. So everything in Mandalorian is between those two episodes. Hmm. Yeah, I know that I I do like, I do like the, um, the way they're doing it now. I, I do enjoy them. I I definitely when I was watching, what was that one that had um, that fucking bigger floppy fuck in there? I can't stand his ass. There's a lot of bigger floppy. No, I'm talking about the one that's uh, Misa Massa and all that shit. Oh fucking! What's his fucking name? Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. I can't stand that bumble fuck. I just. I want to beat the brakes off his Mm. ass. I can't stand him. He's so annoying. Yeah. So. that guy that played him, uh, Ahmed Best, he made a cameo in uh, The Mandalorian. Hmm. Not as Jar Jar Binks, as a Jedi. So you actually get to see what he actually looks like. Yeah. Definitely one of the most iconic songs. Next to now. the Star Wars song, the yeah. fucking, you know... Definitely enjoy that. I, to throw I, that I in like there. it because it has that western sound to it. Yeah. It, it has this adventurer fucking. Yeah. I just, it just, you, you hear that song and you're like, fuck yes, let's fucking go. Yeah, and uh, it was like the first season of Mandalorian, uh, uh, one of the bounty hunters um, gets wounded or something, and then you see somebody walking up to her and you hear like kind of spurs. And who is it? And sure enough, it's Boba Fett. Now Boba Fett was, and he did survive the Sarlacc pit, which was it from uh, I believe in the books or the comics or something. Yeah. Um, and we probably got Star Wars fans all over the planet. Oh yeah. So if if we got some Star Wars fans in another country, definitely shoot us an email. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. We want to take a break real quick. All right, all right, folks. We'll be right back. You you won't notice it because of the magic of pause and 
you know, TV land or audio land, but we'll be right back. Okay, so you got uh, t- your mom text? Yeah, my mom texted me, and uh, she said, uh, Star Wars A New Hope came out May 25th, 1977. So, so May 25th of this year will be 46 years. Oh, okay. So I know they're having, um, I know a few years ago they were uh, celebrating like the 40th anniversary of Star Wars and stuff. Yeah. Uh, cause it's been around, and like we've said before, it's it's iconic. I mean, if you don't know what Star Wars is, you're living under a fucking rock, or you have no idea yeah. oh, what kind of anything. <laughs> I mean, it it, cha- it changed so many things. I mean, the, the THX sound. Yep. That, that alone, when it starts off, you know, most yep. people hate the Well, some people hate the sound. I love the sound. I think it's great. I love turning up the surround sound when mm-hmm. that happens. Yeah, and, um, you know, like the most iconic music, you know, the opening crawl, mm-hmm. uh, it was written by John Williams, who's uh, 91 years old. Wow. And, and he did music for, um, what, Indiana Jones. Um, you know, that's another iconic music. Uh, no, definitely he worked on uh, the all the Star Wars movies. Yeah, yeah. And then um, it's, i seen uh, uh, as a documentary, um, I've, I believe it was on the newer episodes, and he went back with his orchestra to redo, you know, the Star Wars music, and he's written some original scores for uh, the Star Wars movies. Yeah. So I was thinking too. Um, now the video games. You no, know, we've talked about the movies. We talked about the pop culture. So now the video games. The old video games I remember playing as for the SNES. Super Nintendo, yeah, and that was a Super Star Wars. Then the Super Return of the Jedi, and Super um, Empire Strikes Back, yeah. Which uh, I watched videos, and I never played the original ones. I guess they were on the NES. I don't remember too many on the NES. I do remember like Battlefront Two, things like that coming out on the PC, yeah, PlayStation, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do remember uh, there was that arcade game. I don't remember what the name of the game was, but most of the time you're in uh, your X-Wing and you're just blowing up. Oh, the TIE Fighter. The TIE Fighter, yeah. But then at towards the end of the game, you actually get a B, I believe, Luke. Well, there's the X-Wing, the TIE Fighter, you know. Yeah, then uh, at the end it's like a PvP, uh, 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 first person, mm-hmm. while you using a lightsaber fighting Darth Vader. Well, there's literally hundreds of fucking games, dude. Yeah. Um, like the, uh, <coughs> the newer ones... Uh, two that were released on the PlayStation. Um, the newest one that came out was uh, uh, Star Wars uh, Jedi Survivor. Mm, that one looks really fucking good, yeah, too. And that it was it's definitely on my list because I need to get it. And uh, But the one before that was uh, Je- uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, I think we bought a Fallen Order um, digital code from somebody. And... Uh, we downloaded it. We started to play it. Started getting into the 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 role mm-hmm. and going through the missions and stuff. And then we just stopped playing it for some reason. I don't remember what happened, but yeah, it, it, it's a hard game, and it took me a while because you know I'm always working too. So yeah, uh, when I did get the time, if I wasn't out with my friends or you know with my family, uh, you know I'm at home. You put and, in a little seat time on the game. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I mean I got my beer for the night. It's my weekend. You know, give me a little 12-pack, maybe a couple shots. And, 
you know, I just sit back and start playing, and next thing I know, it's, you know, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I like it because, you know, it's kind of an open-world game, uh, but still set in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And, and you know, the, it's, um, I believe it's maybe a few years after uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. because you do end up fighting uh, Darth Vader towards the end. Now, some of the favorite ones I have... I've got to be the Lego Star Wars ones. Yes, yes, so those games are fun. Absolutely love the shit out of those. In the first few that came out, you had where you would have your two players, mm-hmm. and it was like you could switch back the, and the forth. split screen on there sucked ass. Mm-hmm. It really fucked it up because you could have one player trying to get some of the pieces for the Legos deal while the other guy's like, fuck it, let's just go for the rest of the adventure. And it made it hard to advance. You got killed a lot and drop all your Lego dots or whatever. Yeah. And as they got further along, they made it to where it was easier to do that. It didn't do the split screen. It kind of separated it. And you were able to do two-player a lot more efficiently and less frustrating. Right. And uh, they just, what, past couple years, uh, they released the Star Wars, uh, um, I think the Skywalker Saga. Yeah. And I believe it's all nine movies, I believe. Well, in well, the Mandalorian at the end of the season didn't they have you know Skywalker come back in or not Skywalker, Luke, Luke. Yeah, yeah, uh, Luke did uh, make a um, an appearance. Uh, I think it was the end of season two, and he took uh, Grogu to be trained as a Jedi. Yeah. No, well, I mean that was at the trailer end of season one. Oh yeah, season yeah season one yeah. And then in two, it kind of shows him uh, doing his force training, uh, using um, uh, uh, the remote uh, droid that Luke used in uh, 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 A New Hope. Yeah. When he first got his uh, lightsaber on the Millennium Falcon. Um, but, I mean, the games, I mean, some of the games are just so hard, especially like this, the ones on Nintendo. I don't know. How the fuck I ended up with them? I don't remember if I rented them. On regular NES or SNES? SNES. The the Super Series, pretty much you want to call it. Because it's Super Star Wars. Super Empire Strikes Back. And then you get a... And I remember looking up on the internet. This was, you know, 20-something years ago. uh, You know, so I printed them out. Printed out the cheat codes. So, you know, you can get your Force powers. Or, you know, you could different characters hmm. in um super uh, return of the jedi uh you could be uh luke you could be uh chewy you could be han solo and you could be wicked uh, the ewok hmm. uh, even in levels that you don't actually get uh, access to those characters you can use the other characters in those levels i mean you, know, you fight the rancor you fight the sarlacc uh, you know, they got a couple fights against uh, Darth Vader. You know, you fight the Emperor. You like that one? You, you fight, uh, you know, the, um, the Wampa in um, uh, Super uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, you know, the, so they have all these, you know, really well done games. I mean, they're hard as fuck. But, I mean, it's enjoyable if you love Star Wars. Did yeah. they have Jabba the Hutt in any of those games? Uh, Jabba is there, I believe. 
Uh, I haven't played those games in so long, but I did watch. <laughs> I got you. I hear the right sound bite and it stops you in your tracks. I know, and, I, and that's funny because I know exactly what scene that's from. Okay, what's what's what scene is this one from? And that's when the, he has Leia. Uh, they first uh, capture Leia, and he's all talking to her, and he's all licking his lips and shit, and trying to lick her. And I go, okay, so we're talking about Leia, we're talking about Return of the Jedi. We got to talk about the gold bikini. <laughs> A lot of guys wanted their girlfriends to dress up in the gold bikini. Now, see, that reminds me of Friends. Yeah, there's that yeah. Friends episode when all the girls. You see, that's what just, I'm saying. It touches every part of culture. <laughs> In the gold bikini. Yeah. <laughs> but no, these uh, the movies. Um, they're definitely um, uh, you know a lot of it's. I was like beginning of sci. I mean, sci-fi has been around for years, but I think that was a breaking point that it made it more popular than what it was. You know, you had all these other, you know, old, like, 50s, 60s movies. Uh, you know, how the Earth stood still. Um, you know, there's a bunch of, you know, sci-fi's been around, you know, almost 100 years. Um, you know, from books. Uh, you know, H.G. Wells. You know, that was technically sci-fi. Yeah. But then, you know, come into, uh, you know, Star Wars. I mean, that was a turning point. And, you know, from Star Wars... You know, you know, Star Trek 2 was out in the 60s. Star Trek had a lot of good shit, but I don't think it had as much effect on pop culture as Star Wars. Well, not until the movies came out. Then it became more uh, popular. Great kid! Don't get cocky! That's <laughs> <laughs> in... <laughs> <laughs> in uh, uh, the the Family Guy Star Wars, you know Peter's a Han Solo, so instead of saying "Great kid, don't get cocky," he's like "Great kid, don't get penisy." <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> oh, waka waka. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's scary. Yeah, R two and um, you know a lot of. Uh, a lot of the like iconic characters, like Darth Vader, you know, everybody knows the voice. James you Jones. don't know the power of the dark side. See, that's straight James Earl Jones. Yeah, legendary. Can't ever replace yeah. that. And you know, I remember watching the episode of uh, Big Bang Theory. I got a Sheldon, bad feeling uh, about this. <laughs> Sheldon sees him in a restaurant. Yeah. And he goes up to him and he's like kind of looking at him. He's just like, what? Let me guess. You love Star Wars. And Sheldon's kind of looking at him like, yeah. Oh, great. I love Star Wars, too. (laughs) (laughs) He thought he was going to shoot him down and all that. And uh, then, of course, uh, they do the ding-dong ditch. Had Carrie Carrie Fisher. And she's Uh like, oh, I know that's you, James. You need to cut that out. Well, from what I seen, when they did Star Wars... Carrie Fisher and James Earl Jones had never met. Really? Until I didn't did, know that. Until they did that episode of The Big Bang Theory. You must learn the ways of the Force. Yep. You see, you need to start brushing up on your uh, I only got so much time, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> shit just doesn't work. Uh, it's like weapons malfunction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what she said. Whoa. <laughs> until I whip it out. 
<laughs> okay, so okay, so, so we're talking about no Star Wars, and you, know, you cannot talk about Star Wars without talking about spaceballs. Oh my god, I forgot about that movie. I remember watching it, and uh, there was a scene where they're like filming the movie, and the VHS tape is out already. And he goes, "Yeah, he goes, like, yeah. Well, we're filming it right now." And they're turning around, looking back and forth. Yeah, so like, when did this part happen in the movie? Now you're looking at now. Now what happened to then? Nothing. Pass it. When? Just now. <laughs> <laughs> and so they fast forward, and then they find out where they're at. And shit. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. And then uh, you know you get. Can... But I remember a lot of the writers and stuff were, you know, yeah, Jewish. Mel, Mel Brooks, I mean, yeah. you know, he's a comedic genius. And uh, he actually, uh, I believe he got the okay uh, from George Lucas. As long as they didn't sell any of the merchandise. Yes, yes, yeah, there was. So that's why there's that scene when they're like, oh, merchandising. So they didn't make any merchandising for the movie, but they were able to put that into the movie and create the uh, yeah. Was it a spaceballs the lunchbox, uh, spaceballs cereal, spaceballs the flamethrower, <laughs> and then the spaceball movie? Me, yeah, may the Schwartz be with you. Yogurt. <laughs> He's all yogurt. I hate yogurt, especially with strawberries. <laughs> I forgot all about a lot of that movie, man. That's that's funny. It is the use of the Schwartz. It's like, oh, I see your Schwartz as big as mine. What was the um? All the characters had a, a name that was close to yeah, um, uh, um, fucking John Candy, comedic genius. Rest in peace. It was Barf. And yes. Like, oh, what are you? I'm a mog. What? I'm a mog. Half man, half dog. I'm my own best friend. <laughs> oh my god. That that there's so much in that movie is hilarious. And then uh, uh, dot uh dot matrix uh um the C <clears throat> view and that was voiced by the the late Joan Rivers. Oh that's right. She uh, did the voice of that. Um uh Bill Pullman was Lone Star. And then of course uh you had uh, Rick Moranis as a uh, Dark Helmet. Yes. Uh, and of course, Mel Brooks has to be in every movie he does. And, you know, as a. Well, yeah, that's why I like President it. Scrooge. And uh, they, uh, uh, they're going to uh, use a transporter. And he goes, oh, what the hell? It works in Star Trek. And so he transports. And he's completely turned around. And he's like looking down. And he's like, oh, how come nobody told me my ass was so big? You're probably right. <sighs> What about this one? The Ring of the Schwartz. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that's... But from Star Wars, you know, there's so many... Um, now, speaking of parodies, uh, no, Weird Al did a few uh, Star Wars songs. Did he really? Yeah. So there's that song, um, uh, Lola. Uh, I believe it was by the Kinks, I think. I'm not 100% sure. Hmm. But he did one uh, called Yoda. You know, talking about Luke being um, 
you know, meeting uh, Yoda for the first time and all that. And then uh, he did, um, oh, I forgot the name of the song, but it was a parody of uh, American Pie. I think the, it's called The Saga Begins. Mm. And so, it, and his whole, all, the whole song is uh, about, um, uh, um, from a Phantom Menace, you know, from is his point of view as being uh, Obi-Wan meeting uh, Anakin for the first time seeing uh, Qui-Gon Jinn die and, and it's time but he's gonna uh, you know the lyrics is um, uh, this here Anakin guy uh, maybe Vader someday later right, but right now he's just a small fry that's right <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know and there's here other the Star Wars I mean there's that uh, 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 heavy metal uh, uh, band called uh, I believe it's called the Galactic Empire and I showed you, uh, I believe, uh, last time. Uh, well, uh, yeah, they did the Empire with you no. Know, it was like a metal tune, but I mean, that's you know, I, I found uh, different bands. I listen on my uh, Pandora. Uh, they do just uh, the iconic uh, Star Wars, but in like metal uh, versions of it, and they they sound really well. I mean, this is yes! definitely an influence. <clears throat> on you know different genres i mean you know you got the parodies you know you're getting, you're getting the music i mean it's i mean what more can you ask i mean like i said no if you don't know what star wars is you live under a fucking rock you must yeah. fear the force around you <laughs> oh my goodness how embarrassing how embarrassing <laughs> Some of the good shit over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I definitely, I definitely dig on Yoda. He's one of my favorites. Man. I like, you know, Grogu. I love him. He's possibly the cutest <laughs> of all yeah. the characters ever. And I don't know. I I just I liked it when he did the battle. And you got to see Yoda kick ass with his lightsaber and all that. Yep, and uh, that uh, was pretty fucking badass. Attack of the clones um, when he fights uh, uh, a <laughs> uh, he fights uh, Count Dooku. Yeah, and like one of my favorite parts too, because they're you know trying to they're both using the the dark side and light side of the Force against each other, and it's like okay, so our skills with the Force can do so. Let's see our skills with the lightsaber. And Yoda just throws back his robe, and just with his hand, he uses the force, and you know it flies to his hand, and he lights it, and he starts jumping around like a goddamn spider monkey and shit. You and then, seek Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> then in uh, uh, um, Revenge of the Sith, um, you know he fights the Emperor. And he's doing the same shit. And he's using his, he's using the force against him, and you know, fighting with the lightsaber, which, you know, and he ends up losing. That's why he goes into exile. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, that's why. I, I mean, a lot of people didn't like the uh, the prequel trilogy, but I mean, I liked it because it gave more backstory of what happened in the original trilogy. It's a trap, <laughs> and that's one of the. Uh, most iconic lines too, 
And that's that was actually uh, a, a, a lot of shows use that. Yeah, it's a trap. It, or uh, did you watch the Robot Chicken uh, Star Wars specials? Have you watched mm. any of those? Roger, Roger. I don't. I don't know. Those they were funny. Just uh, there was a, what those. Uh, I think it was like Geico commercials they used to do when they'd have like oh, a celebrity so. uh, with them. And they're talking about, uh, you know, like, oh, you know, the wreck and stuff. You're like, oh, here, this is, you know, we have this actor uh, to explain. And so they use, like, uh, Jar Jar Binks in there while she's talking, explaining. He's making all his dumb noises and shit. (laughs) And then uh, it's, like, different uh, point of views from, like, the different characters in Star Wars. I mean, you go watch it. I mean, Robot Chicken, that shit is funny as hell. I, I do, I have seen a couple of them, and they were pretty, they were pretty, pretty good. So, I definitely enjoy a lot of the, um, you know, Adult Swim stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I said... My My Fuck out of here, Jar Jar Binks. Can't stand your bitch ass. <laughs> Ah, word. <laughs> this fucking motherfucker. Uh, I can't stand him. Too much fun with this. We so die in here. Just relax. Uh, We're not in trouble okay, yet. Okay, so we've what gone yet? over uh, pop culture, the movies. The we music, did the video games. The games. What about remixes of music and yeah. ad- adaptations into guitar and, and the parodies? Parodies, um, just there's just so much that's is, you can't even you can't even fathom, or even how long it would take to start and finish if you didn't grow up watching it. If you haven't even even dipped your hand into the pond that is the vast majority of things that you yeah. can cover. Yeah, I mean it's. But yeah. like I was telling you, when I went up to do that side job, I had stopped off at that video game store uh-huh. or the comic book store, and they led me over to that um, Alex's games over there on on Sean Maroa, and he has pop characters. I mean, we're talking Kiss, ACDC, you know, all the Star Wars stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And I took some video and some pictures because I wanted to show you. And uh, that one gal I had met, we had um, I was texting her. She works nights, so. I was texting her to see if she was up to, so I could meet her, you know, before the side job, because it didn't. I couldn't start it until around four o'clock. That's when they get home, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I guess she had uh, was still sleeping. So I went over and finished the side job up, and then I had gotten out and met up with her, and we got to meet each other in person mm-hmm. finally. And and uh, dude, she's she's hot, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude. Like four foot eleven. Like oh, I, wow. I had to lean down to give her a hug, and I'm just like, oh, snack size, so hot. Fun size. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I know, I know, you know, she's, I, way out of my league, that's for sure. But I'm telling you, man, she's, she's checking off boxes, dude. I'm telling you, it's, uh, it might be going somewhere. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. But I'm, I'm definitely hooked. I'm a fan. That's good. Yeah, it's real good. I didn't, you know, I was prepared to go solo the rest of my life. <laughs> Fuck it, you know. Uh, you always got me, so. <laughs> oh well, you're not that pretty, and you don't got boobies, so you know. Uh, they're growing in finally. But but me to doing nothing. <laughs> exactly, you're not doing nothing, but I am. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. 
That yeah. just didn't sound very good at all. <laughs> it's very, very bad. <laughs> you fucking dirty motherfucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> if it leads to something cool, then all right, I'm down. Yeah, so, um, I don't know, any uh, final thoughts on Star Wars, the light side in general? Um, I definitely think that the lightsabers, the Yoda, R2-D2 is my favorite out of the robots. Then there's BB-8. Mm-hmm. Um, Millennium Falcon, probably my favorite ship, uh, other than maybe the TIE Fighter, because that motherfucker can maneuver. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm a fan of the side that wins, but <clears throat> there is something to be say about, you know, the bad guys. Yeah. And, you know, uh, that's we'll cover that tomorrow, but um, I definitely think that it's it's something that even if you're not a fan, I don't think you can avoid it. No, nope. it's the it's touched everybody. Even people who aren't fans mm-hmm. know lines, know songs. They know there's something iconic about it that just nothing would be the same without it. Yeah, there there's literally careers built on it. There's literally TV shows and and spinoffs and clothing lines and just yeah. It just, it's never ending. Yeah. But, you know, I believe she has a, a pair of Vans, uh, the, the Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, New Hope with uh, the that cover, and I believe she has uh, the Vans. And then, yeah, you know, I you know we got the shirts. I mean, I'm wearing Mandalorian sweater right now that Mom got me for Christmas. <clears throat> now we have matching uh, sweaters. Um, but, you know what, yeah, no, I... I still enjoy going back and watching uh, the old Star Wars, uh, even though it's the special editions with the extra ship. But I mean, which is kind of cool. Um, but you know, nothing beats you know the memories I have as a kid watching the originals. Then that's gonna be lost because I don't think Disney's ever gonna release the uh, the original cut. And so it's all you know. Gonna, if you want it that bad, special. I think I can get you a copy. And those things are going fucking for big money. Well, it'll be a digital copy. It won't be like you're going to find it in your hands. It'll be something I can I can set it up to where you can watch it anytime you want. You so, want original cuts? Yeah. I mean, that you know I'm the be, tech dude. I'll, I will find it. If it's oh, out yeah. there, I will get yeah. it. If you could find like the original three, uh, those would be... The original three director's cuts? Or no, what, do you, what not, would you like? Not the, no, the, just the regular... The, uh, not, the, not the director cut, but the, just the original... The original three Star Wars movies, the, uh, you know the VHS versions before they did the special edition, and was that before they like fucked it up ninety seven ninety eight and redid a bunch of shit. Yeah, because yeah. I was right around the time uh, they released uh, Phantom Menace, so then they re released them with the special edition. Yeah, um, you know that's when they can uh, a, a new hope. Um, you know, after uh, Han kills Greedo. Uh, you know, he goes out to the Millennium Falcon, and then he fucking meets uh, uh, Jabba the Hutt, mm. which was uh, never in the original. And then he even see Boba Fett there with the other bounty hunters. Wasn't there a spot in the original where they threw him down? They threw somebody down into the pit. That was, uh, and that that changed as well, that didn't was, it? That was the Return of the Jedi. The, that was my favorite one of the originals. Yeah, yeah the, see, that was my favorite, <clears throat> basically for the Ewoks. But no, that was um, uh, uh, Boba Fett ended up going into the pit, and you, all you see is like the side, and you hear that thing, 
you know, <laughs> burp. But then in the special edition, you actually see this big old fucking like worm-like creature fucking coming out of the thing. You know, so that I mean, those are I mean, it was cool. Some of that shit was cool, but you know, I want to watch the originals. Yeah, I definitely want to watch the originals. You know what? I'm gonna make it a mission to download the original three, and uh, and then I'll put them on a flash drive or something. I got a flash drive sitting right up there, and I'll throw it on there, and I'll I'll next you know tomorrow if I can find them tonight, I'll mm-hmm. throw them on there. If not, by the by the beginning of season two, I'll have you all three. Oh yeah, that'd be great. And then um. No, would that work on the PlayStation? It it possibly could. I got I got a PlayStation Four right there. I'll test it out mm-hmm. to make sure it plays because there should be a video player for um, PlayStation. I know you can do it on Xbox because right. I've done that. So if Xbox can do it, PlayStation is always trying to beat them. Yeah, yeah. But no, I yeah. So I mean, it's iconic. Um, I to me, it's one of the like the grandfather of most sci-fi nowadays that we have yeah because without star wars there's wouldn't be half the shit that we have now there wouldn't be this nerdy fan base either yeah exactly i think it mostly if it wasn't for star wars it would be all fucking star trek fans you don't know the power (laughs) which i have nothing against star trek you know i watched it with my mom growing up she grew up watching the, the originals as a kid. The originals, there's only one episode of the originals I like, and it's where Shatner's out in the desert and a bunch of scorpions or something try and take him over, and they end up killing somebody. And it was like the most action-packed episode I'd ever seen. Mm. Him and Spock were out there. and See, the ones I remember watching is uh, Trouble with Tribbles. Mm. There's like these little fur balls. That just, you know, fuck like rabbits, and they just multiply, and they end up taking over, like, the whole ship. <laughs> now, Next Generation was probably my favorite. Yeah, I do remember and, watching those with Mom. You know, Patrick Stewart was in there. Yeah. My favorite episode of all time is where they were all turning into machines, and they said resistance is futile yeah, and all the, that. That was absolutely, hands down, my favorite episode of all time. Yep, that's when uh, the Borg. The Borg, yeah. yeah. And then uh, they... Reference it again. I think it was uh, Star Trek Resurrection. One yeah. Of the movies. See, when I haven't seen brought, those, but I heard they're really good. When they brought the Borg back. <laughs> yeah. And then you have the Borg Queen and um, Pat, um, Picard. Yeah. Uh, is kind of having flashbacks because they, they got rid of all that, the Borg technology, but it's his, like, conscious is still yeah, like, connected his to Yeah, consciousness is like still transferred. And then they flew around in a big fucking cube. Yeah, the, the Borg cube. Yeah, yeah, that was so fucking cool because it adapted and grew, and mm-hmm. it was pretty awesome. Yeah, but then, you know, you had Whoopi Goldberg in the series. Yeah, my I had the biggest crush on that brown-haired um, psychiatrist or whatever. Oh, yeah, um, uh, Maria Sirtis. Oh, she uh, was so hot in that show. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, and uh, my mom. Data was probably my favorite character of all time from he, that he's show. Kinda, he's he's kind of like uh, the C three PO of Star Trek. Yeah, well, you remember <laughs> Jordy LaForge? Yep. And he did Reading Rainbow. Yeah. You know how they? You know what he wore over his eyes? Yeah, it was a hair barrette. What really? Yeah, I watched some outtakes somewhere on like NBC or sixty Minutes or something where they did a bunch uh-huh. of breakdowns, and. He said he couldn't see a fucking thing. He had to put the, they spray painted a hairbrett and put it over his face, mm-hmm. and he had to basically you know practice the scene or whatever because he couldn't see shit. Yeah, and then uh, the later seasons, uh, they end up fixing it so 
uh, he didn't have no pupils. He had the white eyes. Yeah. But they so got it was rid- like a contact lens or something. Yeah, so they end up getting rid of the visor. But, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's Star Trek. And we can always come back that, um, you know, season two or something and get mom back on here. Yeah. Because she's more well-versed in Star Trek than I am. I just uh, know just some of the stuff that, you know, from what I've learned from her. I mean, if it wasn't for my mom, which I really appreciated that, you know, I wouldn't have this nerdy side of me. Yeah. Mom is the one that, you know, used to take me to the movies. I'd spend, you know, so much time with her and stuff. And which I still do, you know. Yeah, we, yeah. We I know. go nerd out with Marvel and, uh, you know, the kind of, kind of. She thought Harry Potter was evil, but then me and Athena kind of got her into it. So I mean, she watched the, the movies with us. Yeah, we, I own all the Harry Potter movies. We watched the the Fantastic Beast movies. I'm big on Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and the Lord, I got all the Lord, Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, the Hobbit movies. I mean, I think we've seen them all in theaters. They're doing another um, prequel movie that we were talking about in one of the other episodes. Well, about I know Harry Potter. Um, I know they had the series on I think Amazon, on Prime Video. Yeah, there, there's a. Um, I forgot it was it's some at the the ring. Um, it's like the beginning of uh, before the Hobbit. They called it Rings of Power. Or Rings something? of Power, yeah. Yeah, which I started it, but I never I never started it. it, and I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan, mm-hmm. and I feel embarrassed that I didn't start it. But it's just no time, dude. I yeah. and too much going on. And I'm watching, you know, I you know I love watching YouTube, just trying to catch up on all these other videos from these different YouTubers, right? Or then I'm playing a game, or I'm watching, you know, the Black Clover on. Uh, uh, Hulu right now, which yeah. is probably really it's really good anime. Uh, but you know, I definitely want to get into that. I have a site that I'll go to to start watching stuff. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but no, I, I definitely dig it, man. I think we did pretty good for <laughs> for the light side. We're definitely gonna have to dig deep on the dark side tomorrow. Yeah. So um, you know what? May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. We'll talk to you guys later. We're Bye. out.